You're listening to Embodied, Empowered, Engaged, a podcast for women. I'm your host, Mackenzie Eason. Embodied, Empowered, Engaged is a place of warmth, safety, and love for women to share real stories, insights, vulnerabilities, tips, and tools about what it is to live as an embodied woman empowered in her truth and heartfully engaged in a life of transformation and service. Together, we explore what it takes to truly inhabit ourselves, especially those wildly uncomfortable, less sparkly parts. Welcome, sister. You are invited to join exactly as you are. Welcome to the very first episode of Embodied, Empowered, Engaged. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and I'm so tickled and stoked that you're listening to this. It feels really great to share and totally edgy for me to be doing this podcast and also feels really, really guided and really right. And I thought I'd start the season off or the podcast off by sharing a little bit more about myself, my own story, my inspiration, my why, uh, and my journey to right here, to recording this right now. So um, with that, I'll go ahead and get started. So I've been on a path of transformation and self-inquiry for about a decade or so, Um I was blessed to have an upbringing that encouraged me to discover my own truth and uh, be on a path of discovery. So I'm really blessed in that way. So I guess if I go further back, uh, it's been a lifetime of of self-inquiry and discovery, um, in particular focusing on transformation and healing over the last decade or so. And in that process, I've tried a lot of different modalities, most of which have been really expansive and opening and really powerful and impactful. And I was finding that after each wave of expanse, I experienced a super crunchy, uh, very bumpy phase of trying to get back into my body and trying to integrate it and get into daily living. And The integration phase wasn't something I really honored or recognized or even saw as important or an equally important part of a process of transformation, and it wasn't really anything or something that I heard anyone talking about. The main focus was on the expansive opening experience, and at the time, I didn't see much value of being in my body. Um, I kind of did, but, uh, there was just a kind of big schism between what my life actually looked like and what I was holding as important. And I felt like I was being all spiritual and I was owning a lot and saying a lot of namastes, but at the same time, I was just totally acting out and stuffing down a lot of pain, avoiding some big feelings I was getting sick a lot. I was just stressed the freak out. 
and just burning myself out. I was feeling unfulfilled in some of the work I was doing and was also having some really unfulfilling relationships and some patterns with that. So I started to realize that even though I was doing a lot of yoga and in having and having expansive cosmic experiences, I wasn't really living my truth. I wasn't living from any sort of new, more enlightened or loving place. So I really started to see the place that was unintegrated. And over time, I started to really understand the importance of being in my body and being in my heart and what that looked like and what that meant and the difference that was from where I was living from and how there was just a whole other journey uh, to get there. I started making changes in my life and seeking support to help me feel my feelings and just get in there. I slowly began to trickle more into myself and it's in that experience that I really started to feel the spark of devotion for embodiment and the path of empowerment and coming back to honoring that part of the transformational process of the integration and inhabiting ourselves and including ourselves. So I had this spark. I was starting to get it more. I was coming more into myself. I was making different choices, um, starting to feel my feelings a little bit more. And before too long, I made a big move to California where, and I was in Georgia, I was in the Southeast, a little bit of Asheville, but I made a really big leap to California. And I dove even deeper into the realm of the body with studying massage therapy. And it's through class and also receiving a lot of body work that I witnessed and experienced the power of the body's messages and all that it holds and all that it's here to show us and tell us. And that was really powerful that seeing that connected connection between trauma and emotions or beliefs and how it shows up in the body and how it's held there. So it really opened my eyes to the body as this amazing key, compass for us. And I had this interesting experience when I was in California. So I was getting deeper into the body and something about moving from the South to California I was really excited to be around more, you know, quote, spiritual people. I was really excited, just yay, there's more conscious people here that uh, know what I'm talking about when I say, when I talk about chakras or meditating, I was really excited to have more of that around me. And I did meet a lot of really incredible, inspiring people during that time, And I also met a lot of people who had the spiritual talk. They had the spiritual dress. They had their malas. They had the spiritual lingo. But I couldn't really feel them. And they felt really out of their bodies and their hearts. And I would just be confused. It felt so incongruent to me um, that I couldn't really feel these people. And it was flashy, but I I couldn't really feel them. And I started to realize that a lot of the spiritual people 
I was meeting were bypassing a lot and pretty checked out of their bodies. Some were very disengaged and really out of integrity. And I witnessed that acting out place that I had uh, witnessed in myself, where I was having, you know, high and mighty, righteous concepts, but still uh, really acting out of my pain and my wounding. So I was seeing that in a lot of the interactions I was having. And I was really longing to just feel the realness in the people I was talking to. It was like I couldn't I wanted to like get my hands and feel them as this real human on earth and I couldn't. And I yeah, I was just where are they? <laughs> I was craving this authentic connection and the spiritual flashiness was pretty blinding. And I even kind of doubted myself because it was so flashy and I started to wonder if I was spiritual enough, you know, um, maybe I needed to, I just wasn't open enough. I wasn't, um, yeah, spiritual enough. I didn't, you know, do this or that. And I found in this land of only love and light that there wasn't any space to include my darkness and my pain, my emotions, my vulnerability. There there was no space for the fullness of me. And um, that started to feel really unfulfilling. And during this phase of my life, the universe delivered me a healthy serving of uh, booty kicking in the form of just a very intense alchemical relationship that in the end really forced me to look at these parts in others and in myself and claim my truth and my insight and my inner knowing and really hold the value I see in realness and an integrity and showing up in responsibility for ourselves and our wholeness so it really forced me to be I would say just stand in my truth of of inhabiting ourselves and the important importance of that and having that in my life so that was a really big marker in my journey is seeing this separation between a spiritual culture and spiritual ways of being or looking and actually um, being in our bodies, in ourselves, and in our wholeness, in our realness, and in our hearts. And it was becoming really clear to me how multifaceted and deep diving and courage beckoning the process of true transformation and embodiment was. So it wasn't just about connecting way up there and out there and in the cosmos and outside of ourselves, but also about connecting way in there, way in ourselves. And it was just amazing me that we could be doing, you know, we could be meditating, doing, you know, quote, spiritual things, but all at the same time be so supremely disconnected unintegrated and living really unfulfilling, painful lives. My curiosity and devotion to embodied heart-centered living grew on the daily. And something I also began to notice was that this trend of checking out or um, not really being connected to ourselves wasn't something that is just present in the new age or spiritual subculture, but it's across the board. And I was seeing where it 
technology and social media, of course, just make it so easy to leave our bodies, to distract ourselves, to avoid actually being seen, and gives us continued opportunities to mask ourselves, to mask our vulnerability and our truths. And I was also noticing that in general, there's a huge lack of education around emotional intelligence how to deal with our pain, how to recognize feelings, how to work with them, let alone how to communicate to them. So how to even be vulnerable in the first place. There's just, it's not really talked about. We have education on a lot of a lot of different things, but how much education do we really have on this huge pivotal part of the human experience? Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't seeing too much of it. So I have felt and seen this massive disconnect in the world. And in particular, I was seeing how this was playing out in a pretty big way um, with women. So I've felt it in myself and um, in connection with other sisters and feeling where it can be a huge challenge for us to stay connected to ourselves, especially if there's been trauma or deep pain Uh, The cultural nonsense telling us that we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not sexy enough. And all of those things being accentuated by social media in a culture that is growing and giving us more opportunities to only share calculated images of ourselves. And this is a place so fertile for comparison isolation and it's a breeding ground for even more disconnect and I've experienced that in myself with Facebook or Instagram that I can so easily just slip right into a comparison loop based on these images and pictures that I'm seeing and I see these women that seem like they have it together and they're just so much better than me and it's based on this one photo that like Who the hell knows what's really going on in their lives? Is that real? Is this the full picture? Does this include all of them? And I've just noticed how that has such a big impact. And I've been supremely blessed with an upbringing in women's circles and having close bonds with women in my life. So I've experienced what the opposite of that is, is what it's like to have real real nourishing connections with other women and I've experienced what it's like to have a sister who is truly a sanctuary for you so a place where you can really bring it all and totally come as you are so the ugly the nasty the slobbering crying the belly laughs the triumphs the joy the insecurity just the full spectrum and that has been so pivotal in my life and such a huge support in my own journey and with that I it's like been this contrast point of seeing what's happening on social media um, and just a trend that I see with women in general of just not not sharing their vulnerability and their realness as much so I've witnessed and experienced in my own life this craving and thirst for 
deep, real connection with other women and have seen where there's gaps in that and where it's not happening. And it comes from an innocent place of some of us just don't know how to be vulnerable. We haven't been shown the way or we feel a little lost and not even sure how to create a safe space for that or what it looks like. So that's been really... um big in my heart recently is feeling that and having known the experience of what it is to receive a or be a part of a connection with a woman that is deeply nourishing and supportive. So the topic of embodiment and occupying all of ourselves, our body, our emotions, our light, our dark, the sticky places, the open places, just all of it has been a big part of my journey and especially in what that looks like in connection with other women. And as I've followed the trail of inspiration around what it takes to be an embodied woman and what that looks like, the topic of empowerment has been very prevalent in my life. And over the last, I would say, two years have been in a really big initiation of empowerment and what it means for me to know my truth and to shift out of feeling like a victim and yeah feel capable and powerful and that's what that actually looks like uh, in my life and what I've witnessed in others is different than the image I had in my head so I've one piece of it that I've discovered is that our true empowerment is not from a place of uh, invincible strength or a vision of being invincible, but that our true power and empowerment comes from our softness and our wholeness. So there has just been an illumination for me in my life of what empowerment is, especially for women, and what it looks like and how there's such a full spectrum of things to explore on that topic Um, and also a place where I feel like we all need support in. I feel and see also where this is so needed in the world right now and across the globe with all sorts of different happenings that women are, are being really called to action more and are being really called to not just rise but come into themselves more and find their voice and their truth and move from this empowered place and I've felt and seen that the world is just so thirsty thirsty like dehydrated for empowered women who are truly empowered so not just being um acting from anger or pain but really deeply truly empowered and in themselves and I felt inspired to explore what that looks like and to connect with women who I see have keys for us in that way or really living from that way. So this whole topic of empowerment has been really alive in my life and in my heart and I'm so curious about what is empowerment? What does it take to be empowered? What does it look like? Just there's so much there. I have, I would say in the last hmm, year or just several months, have entered a place in my life where the topic of engagement in life has felt very, very present for me. And I have started to see where being engaged in life 
is a really big part of our transformation also. I feel this desire in my being to understand, know, and live from a place that's really engaged in life and a place that's rooted in my heart, um, rooted in my truth, and engaged in life. So I personally have a very strong preference to uh, stay just kind of tucked away in the corner Uh, just watching but not actually have to be in the conversation of life or actually be seen and uh, what that brings up for me is just so much fear of being criticized or made wrong or just uncomfortable of actually being engaged and fear of failure I mean there's (laughs) there's so much there and I know a lot of us experience different versions of that of uh of the desire to stay small, to stay hidden, to stay safe, stay really comfortable and kind of tucked away. And I feel where the world is also calling for us to come out, to come out of hiding. The, the world needs us, that we all have incredible, incredible gifts that are so needed in this world. And that takes, that takes engagement in in the world and showing up in a in a certain way and that is most definitely uh, my my living edge there's also the desire to explore further what it means to be engaged in life in a good way in a way that is truly of service so how so many questions pop in my mind around that that I'm on the brink of discovering more of from my own life and that I feel other women grappling with is how do I be of service to the world and take care of myself? How do I connect to what my offering is in the world? How do I feel what my gifts are? How do I trust that? How do I share that? Um, and how do I engage in life from a place of soul, from a place of heart? I am just fascinated by this topic and feel like there's so much there. And I personally feel very just deep in that process right now. And that's also been part of my inspiration and my why for doing this podcast is that vulnerable edge for me of... Um, sharing myself and putting myself out there and it's a super real edge for me and doing this podcast has been incredible and has really shown me where at some point you just have to start and that there's no way you can't think yourself through transformation uh, you really have to go through it and it's through uh, real-time moments of being really freaking uncomfortable and scared and feeling big feelings that you emerge on the other side as transformed and living your dreams more. So I'm so grateful that you're joining, listening in, uh, as this is a big, wild, beautiful experiment for me of sharing myself, of steep learning curves of how to use a microphone um some of the episodes have some really uh interesting sounds happening that uh 
I hope you enjoy. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is just a growth edge for me. And I am so grateful that you are witnessing me in that. And it's so fucking uncomfortable uh, for me to be witnessed in something that I don't feel that good at yet. Um, maybe that I even feel kind of bad at or unsure of. It's it's a real edge. And sharing my voice and being heard um, is beautiful and totally my edge. So I just am so grateful that you are listening <laughs> and, and going on this journey with me in whatever way um, that you do. So this is kind of all roundabout, but all these different parts and pieces have come together into what is the Embodied, Empowered, Engaged podcast. Um, and it's aimed particularly for women. And it's from that spark in my own heart to support women on this journey of true transformation and authenticity and vulnerability and being active and participatory in our lives from a really real heart-centered space. So that's the basis of the podcast is for this to be a platform for all those things to be discovered, talked about, shared. There's so many rich topics on just those three words. So there's so much there to explore. And it's my desire that this podcast really be that place of sanctuary that I've experienced with other women in connection of, of realness. So it's my intention and aim that this podcast be a sanctuary for you a place that you feel safe to include yourself in and it's a place of uh, relief like a, a reservoir of inclusion and safety and love for you to really come as you are to be yourself um, from the energetics and that intention and invitation but also through what the women who are on the show are sharing with us and what they're modeling. So something that I love about some of the women that have already been interviewed on the show is how they share themselves and what they model about being vulnerable and um, just sharing deep parts of themselves and also offering really amazing tips and tools on this journey. And I'm just so, so excited to share some of these interviews with you with amazing women who have had a really huge impact in my life and who have shared really profound wisdom that has um, impacted my life in really, really huge ways. So that's this combination of safety, solace, inspiration, modeling, education, sharing, uh, all all wrapped up into a bundle that is this podcast. It's my deepest prayer that this podcast serves your life. It uplifts you, it inspires you, and is an incredible resource for you along your path. Thank you once again for listening in to this first episode of the podcast. If you'd like to receive updates when new episodes come out, you can sign up for the newsletter on the Embodied Empowered Engage website. Um, and you can also subscribe uh, so you also get notifications on iTunes and Stitcher. 
enjoy all these episodes. They uh, really light me up and I will be with you along the journey. Aloha. Aloha.